Happy New Year, everybody! Happy New... Oh, are we, are we late? <laughs> are, we, are we late with this? Uh, well, I mean, technically we can still say Happy New Year, even we though... Can. Happy New Year, everybody! Hi! Yeah. How's everybody doing? I'm Puddy. I'm J-Bone. There you go. Not late at all or anything. This no. is J-Bone Puddy. Save the planet! Wait a minute, you're going to lecture me on being late on the introductions? Do you remember the All Things Today podcast? That was All Things Today, and this is a new era, okay? <laughs> this, is a, this is a new era of being, and I don't... I, I, quite honestly, that putty is dead. <laughs> you know why that putty's dead? Why? Because I killed him. <laughs> you sure fucking did. Welcome back, everybody, to J-Bomb Putty Save the Planet 2020 Hi. edition. We love uh, you all. We love you all. Officially endorsed by Mountain Arts Democracy. Official KJX3 original podcast. Official, official, official. 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 Welcome love, back, everybody. We love missed Mountain Arts Democracy, and uh, I, I love KJX3, too. Thank you. Dude, you missed a lot of stuff with that. Uh, for, let me go ahead and say this beforehand we get into anything. Thank you to Creature for sharing the KJX3 Facebook page. That's awesome. Yeah, I've seen that. We are now up to, I believe it said 320 likes. Yes. 320 likes on Facebook. Dude, back in high school, because, okay, so this page has been around since around 2011. Wow, really? Yeah, it, it's an it's an older page for Facebook. That's how long I've been trying to work with this, and I've been developing as a person and everything. As a, as now as a 26-year-old adult, I'm finally starting to see a few results with it. So, And he uses the word adult very loosely. I do. I really do. So from like 2011 up till now, or not now, but maybe like a year ago, only like 50-some likes. Really? Yeah. It's been fairly recently where all these new likes have come in. Hell, from where Creature shared it, and I've shared it with a few other people, it says right here, 116 new likes just from... Because when whenever I originally posted the thank you for 200 likes... Uh, that was just me, like, sharing the page with all my friends, and then Creature said, hold on one second, and then I keep seeing likes and likes come in, I'm just like, holy <laughs> shit, that's awesome. I mean, for the record, I liked and shared it back at the other podcast. You did, you did, yeah. But, but I, I'm kind of a part of it, because we're, we're one of those KJX3 things. Mm-hmm. Uh, me doing it ain't as cool as Creature doing it. He's not part of this. He's <laughs> just a very loyal fucking listener. And shout out to Creature again. We can't um twenty twenty I will I definitely want to have Creature on the podcast. I think that would Oh yes. That would that would make his uh his decade already, I think. And honestly, you know, I've talked with Creature quite mm-hmm. a bit and he would be fun to have on this show. I agree. I think that would be a very fun episode episode. Yeah, it'd be an episode full of fucking laughs, and we would giggle our faces off. Mm-hmm. Him, Loki. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Loki'd be great to have. Bring Skinner on there as well. Yeah, Skinner's yeah. always fun. Just have El Presidente. Yeah, Skinner's always fun to have on here. Mm-hmm. Except for when he's pissed off about people ripping off people. Nah, let's not go into that. <laughs> so we have a lot of things coming this year. Brand new year, brand new us. That even though it's not really new us, it's just a new year. Uh, I'm just 
That's all. You're just getting more of us. How's that sound? Yeah, uh, you're going to get a whole year of us as opposed to 2019 when you got a half a year of us. Not even half a year because we started in August, and that's only eight. That's only yeah, four that's months. Eight months. No, no, no. Yeah, it's, well, eight, August is month eight, so yeah. So yeah. four months. Yeah. Four months, yeah. Wow. We've only You're going to get a whole year of us this time, bitches. Oh, boy. We get to... We get to the, uh, oh my God, uh, Hell in the Hills will uh, be over a year into doing J-Bomb Putty Save the Planet. And funny shit is that right now, like, our only, like, loyal listener is probably Creature, and by Hell in the Hills next year, he won't even listen anymore. <laughs> oh, that makes me so sad, but you know what? There's some truth to that, probably. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, a little bit of truth. But hey, you know, they, they say comedy is, you know, just tragedy plus time. Right? That's true. <laughs> and if there's something tragic that I know of, it's the J-Bomb and Putty Save the Planet podcast. Woo! Yeah, we saved the planet, but damn, it's tragic. It's very tragic. A lot of people just, like, aren't here after we're done with them. They're, <laughs> they're not dead. They just, poof. They're like, oh god, I gotta ignore these guys. Like, have you seen Joker for a while? No. Poof. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's <laughs> Joker's in my crew, and I haven't seen him for a while. Poof. He's avoiding us. Have you seen, uh, well, Biff, my dad? Have you heard about that? Have you heard from him lately? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I have to. Yes. That would be a yes. Which is a good segue. You should be hearing from him. Which is a good segue because Dad has started his own podcast, uh, The Smartest Man I Know. Yeah. Podcast. Shout out to myself because I gave him that name. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because he's like, I don't know what a good podcast name is. I don't know what a good name for it is. Do you have any ideas? I'm just like, well... I feel like what would keep what would satisfy your you and uh, what make what would be funny to me is to hear you to hear it be the smartest guy I know. That made no sense, well, but I'm going to take it. The, the 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 best part about that whole thing is mm-hmm. Biff is the smartest guy he knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love you, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Had to crack on you, Bob. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast industry, motherfucker. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, now you're competition. Now I get to talk shit and feel yeah. better about it. Yeah, did you yeah. ever think of this? You you are doing a podcast. We do a podcast. You are now competition to us. You are now the enemy. <laughs> you are like enemy numero uno now. Yeah. Because you've had that clout to be on our... Actually, couldn't we just say, like, oh, he's an affiliate of our podcast. It's like, it branched off. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd say that. I mean... No, fuck it, he's an enemy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what they say, an enemy of my enemy is my friend. So, he's my enemy, but you're also he's his enemy... So you're my friend. So yeah, that's how that's how this works. That's why we are J Bomb and Putty Save the Planet. Woo! Yeah. There was a no, lot of we... words just then, and I have no idea if any of them were clear enough for people to understand. But I'm gonna hope they were. Uh, they didn't make a damn bit of sense to me. Nah, 
Well, what does make sense to you, J-Bomb? Uh, um... Uh, shit, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> great start! Absolute great start we have going so far. Oh, I love it. So, if anybody... No subjects either, and we took like a three-week break, mm -hmm. and we come in like not prepared at all. Oh, well, here, that's a that's a thing that's been going on recently. We've just been coming back on here and shooting the shit, but, like, dude, I feel extra not prepared for this one. And it's definitely like because where it's been three weeks. episodes are actually better. Yeah. But... We have more fun with them. I agree with that, but it's just like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm not nervous to come back to this, but at the same time, I'm just like, we just possibly did our best show we've done so far. The Christmas episode. How do how do we come back and not maybe not at the moment make it make it better, but how do we keep doing good? And to me, I think the answer is just just do it. Yeah. Make like Nike and just do it. With that being said... You know, you know how I feel about Christmas, so to me, that ain't our best episode. <laughs> oh, trust me. We have some plans for the Halloween one this year. Spoiler alert, everybody. We, yeah. do, we do have some plans coming, but that's not for another 10 months from now. Yeah. Anything can happen in 10 months, and hopefully it's good stuff. So hopefully we get like a thousand listeners and a bunch of money. Um, yeah. Uh, hopefully in 10 months, I'm still here because, uh, you know... I'm getting old. Oh, stop it, <laughs> dude. Okay, Boomer. Hopefully Putty hasn't, you know, whacked himself off to death. Oh, my God. And... <laughs> that's, a, that's a 2019 meme, okay? I want to put that. A lot of things are getting changed up on this podcast, and I'm telling you right now, the whack-off jokes out the door. Fucking You Lil can J say that all you want, but you can't censor me, sir. Lil Jackie, out the door. <laughs> you know that ain't happening. Steve... Out the door. You know that ain't happening either. Damn it. Uh, yeah. So how was your holiday? My holiday was was good. Uh, was it? I, I I went broke uh, <laughs> to make my <laughs> to make my kids' Christmas as good as I could, and that's always and a they, good start. Whenever you say, "Oh, my holiday was good. I I I'm broke." I'm poor, yeah. uh, poorer than I was, mm. uh, you know, counting down to the W-2 arriving. Um, but it was great. Uh, my my kids had a fucking fantastic Christmas. Um, I know that because I know this because here we are, you know, a week into to the new year. And my kids are home this week and they're still playing with the shit that they got for Christmas. There you go. So I guess I picked some good stuff. I think so. Uh, I think you. I think you did a fantastic fatherly thing and did some great toy picking or whatever. I did. Uh, you know, my my five year old daughter almost every day will come in. She'll do whatever, and then she'll go grab her four foot tall Little Mermaid and her giant clamshell vanity, and she'll brush her Little Mermaid's hair for about forty minutes. Now, uh, the best, the best fucking present I got was the cheapest one. What was it? Uh, my two-year-old daughter is a huge fan of Dora the Explorer. Mm -hmm. 
and I bought her a Dora. You know, you know, Dora has the backpack. Yeah. That has the little map in it. Yeah. I found I found her one on Amazon. You got it her was, a backpack and a map. Yeah, it's got the map and everything, <sighs> and it's got the little smiley face on it, and it's it's just it's identical to the cartoon, and. Danica wears that thing every day. <laughs> I, I'll come home from work and she's walking around the house wearing that backpack and she'll find something she likes and she'll take her backpack off and put it in it and roll on. That's so That's that was adorable. the best present. I got. Um, now my son, the present I got him has bit me in the ass about every day. Um, <laughs> I bought him a Buzz Lightyear um, helmet with jetpack. And it's got the little buttons on the chest and stuff. Um, the only problem is, is it requires an adult to put it on him and take it off of him. Mm. So I'm constantly being harassed like four or five times a day going, Daddy, put this on. And then a half hour later, Daddy, take this off. <laughs> and then an hour later, it's, hey, Daddy, put this back on me. And and then next thing you know, his sister shows up with it going, hey, Daddy, I want to try it on too. You fucked like, up so ah, hard ah, with that. You fucked I, up so hard. I totally did. No, and you like, actually didn't. That's actually a legit really cool gift. But no, J-Bomb, you fucked up really hard. Oh, it looks badass on him. Because, mm -hmm. like, the, the visor goes up, and, like, he can push the button on the side of the helmet, and the visor will come down, and when it uh, connects, it's got a button mm -hmm. that it hits. It makes the sound like, you know, the air seal is going out of it and shit. That's awesome. It's, it's badass as hell, and he looks cool as hell in it. But I've spent, like, since Christmas, I have spent my entire time trying to teach them how to put it on themselves. <laughs> and it just ain't worked. So, yeah, that, that one bit me in the ass. Um, but one of the, the one I like the most, it, it costs more money. You know, like I said, the one I got for my daughter was the cheapest and the best. Mm -hmm. But I got my son a Detective Pikachu. Did, did you watch the Detective Pikachu movie? I have not, but I've always been interested in it ever since it came out. I just, I don't know. I've just not been watching it. Another movie that I haven't watched that's on that list. Well, I mean, it's, it's not going to really spoil much for you if you do plan on watching it. Right. But in the movie, um, you know, the kid finds this Detective Pikachu, and he hears Ryan Reynolds' voice talking to him. You know, oh, Ryan dude, Reynolds. that was something that I expected going in because they showed that in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, he's the only. But in the movie, he's the only one that hears Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Also, everybody else hears everybody else hears Pika, Pikachu. You know, the 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 silly little Pikachu. They don't hear Ryan Reynolds talking. He's the only one that does. That's rem that reminds me of something. Go ahead, and I will tell you something. Okay. Well, the Pikachu, I, the Detective Pikachu, I bought him. When you press his hand, it talks. Mm -hmm. Well, the cool thing is though, when you press its chest, you switch in and out from Pikachu to Ryan Reynolds. Mm. So you, you press his chest and you push his, his hand and he talks like Pikachu, you know, all Pika, Pikachu. And you press it again and it does the whole Pikachu, Pikachu, Pikachu thing. <laughs> but then you push it, then you push his chest and push it, the same hand again and it's Ryan Reynolds talking. <sighs> so he should have went full with, Deadpool with that. Just been like, as soon, as soon as he presses it, he's just like, don't you ever fucking touch my chest again or I'll blow your brains out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you touch you, you touch its chest and it starts talking about its baby balls. You know uh, how <laughs> fucking weird that would have been if it would have been well, Deadpool talking to you instead of Pikachu? I would have loved it 
four. Mm-hmm. Especially my son, he's four, and yeah, I criticize me as a parent, but I've let my son watch Deadpool because he's fucking four. You know, half that shit don't make no sense to him, but the stuff that does make sense, he loves it. Mm-hmm. I don't let him see the nudity parts. I, you know, I'm I'm a responsible dad that way. I'm covering the eyes and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've let all my kids watch Deadpool. So honestly, if that thing talked like Deadpool, he'd love it even more. But yeah, that, that little Pikachu is is cute and and fun to play with. Honestly, <laughs> me and him will sit in here with that damn thing and. And my son will say something to it, mm-hmm. and then we just take a guess on which is going to talk, Pikachu or Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I'm going to guess Pikachu. Ah, Ryan Reynolds, fuck. And guess what? You're you're right 50% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Pikachu, um, I do have to comp- uh, say one th- compliment, I guess, yeah. I do have to compliment one gift that I got because it's really cool. Um. And I and I don't like well I say I don't like doing it but I'll I with it, with certain things I do especially if they're cool items that I got um, one thing I got for Christmas was an Echo Dot one of those Echo Dots and everything dude uh-huh. I thought this thing was going to just be like Siri with a body but it's so much cooler than that oh yeah it is so cool so they have different things that you can have it say. And one of the things is you can ask Alexa to talk to Pikachu. Really? Yeah. And here comes Pikachu just talking, just going, Pika, Pika, Pika. And you can see, like, Pikachu, ask me or tell me a story. And then he'll go on and on, just like, Pika, Pika, Pikachu, Pika, 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 Pika. I'm just like, what the fuck is this device that I have? This is the <laughs> coolest thing. And then, like, you can ask it to play Jeopardy, and it plays, like, a round of Jeopardy with Alex Trebek talking to you. Really? It's really cool. I'm not going to lie. That it's is a... fucking cool. So, like, also, apparently, too, if you have, like, smart devices and stuff, mm-hmm. you can hook them up to the Echo Dot, and you can say, like, Alexa, turn off my TV or some shit, and it will turn off your fucking TV. That's awesome. Whoops. What? I have to remember during the podcast to turn the Echo Dot off. (laughs) (laughs) Did you activate that son of a bitch just now? I did. He said, sorry, I cannot answer that. Did you not not hear that go through? No, I didn't hear it. That's funny. Yeah. I (laughs) I hope the recording picked it up. I hope so, too. I'm keeping this in. That was funny. I, Look, even if the recording didn't pick it up, you need to edit that in anyway. Because I, I felt like something like that was going to happen, but at the same time, I was just like, okay, maybe if I could keep talking a little bit, it won't like register me giving it a command. But no, yeah, it did. <laughs> I really did. Whoops. But, <laughs> but it's really cool. I would highly recommend either getting that or getting the Google equivalent. I can't remember what exactly it's called, though. They're really cool, and they're really nice speakers in it, too. That's mostly what I use it for is just, like, listening to music. So, like, if I don't want to listen to music through my TV or through my PlayStation or my iPhone or whatever, that's a really good speaker to use. So I'd, I'd highly recommend them. Nice. They are really cool devices. It sounds awesome. Oh, you know what isn't awesome? What's that? 
waking up one morning and seeing that we are in World War Three. <laughs> we are not in World War Three. Oh my God! Okay, so we're not going to be political with this. Whatever. That that's not what the show's about. You got you got a taste of our political views two weeks ago, and that'll probably hey, never I happen would... again. I was fucking hoping you'd slip up and say some shit. So let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to go into political views anymore as much as possible. Bullshit. I will, but I will. I'm not going to say my political views. I am going to say Twitter was really funny that day. <laughs> it was. Holy Dude. shit, it was. So the initial. So this was like what the third day. Of the new year, I think, because they, because New Year's Day, New Year, woohoo! Second day, I can't remember what happened, and all of a sudden, I see a meme. Third day, just like everyone else, it says World War Three, World War Three, hashtag World War Three is trending on Twitter. I'm just like, what the fuck did I walk into? <laughs> it's more like hashtag We killed a guy that deserved it. Man, uh, man come what? on, what are you doing? What did I just say? What did I just say, motherfucker? I know what you just said, but did you hear what I said after that? that I bull- heard what you said. That's <laughs> bullshit. Bullshit. Some, <laughs> some bullshit. I asked you not to, and you just spewing out your political opinion anyways, God damn it! You and your damn pro-Trump bullshit, J-Bomb, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna not listen to you guys ever again to get too political. Boo, 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 boo. Just like he mentioned it. Shut. Oh, dude. I'm gonna dye my hair orange and jump in a tanning bed for a month. I could. Oh, I want to mention something. <laughs> I want to mention something to you so bad. I want to mention to my viewers or to listeners. Excuse me. Well, it's on YouTube. It's viewers. But oh, I'm just. I'm afraid that this person will hear it. But it's not like someone we know. It's or someone that you know, and it's not someone that the group knows or anything, but it's someone I went. Oh, I can't. I can't fucking say it. I'm. I, I will say it for my friends that do know what happened. Say it. Shut up. Get <laughs> some testicles about yourself. Listen, I have. Let it fly. Oh, just I'm. Ugh, I don't know. I'm dwelling just on it. Why do I even bring it up? Why even what? bring it up? Why you gotta keep the anticipation going? All right, fuck, you... fuck it. Okay, so this person that I know posted something on Twitter or Facebook. I can't remember now. Posted something, and I just posted something that like said, uh, "I don't really like this," or "I didn't like," I didn't like the post. Wait, what? No, Teddy, what are you doing? <laughs> I I didn't like, but not I I like the post. Referred to a article that was there. And then the motherfucker told me to not be negative. I'm like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> negative? You the negative motherfucker? I what? That's what your post was about, you negative prick. <sighs> and I can't like I can't it's still in my head. I still cannot believe that happened. Oh god, but at the same time, like this this person that did it, that post that is a good I understand it. But god damn, whenever they said that, I'm just... Fuck, I wasn't fucking being negative, motherfucker. I, I just hit my mic too. Oh boy, I, I, I didn't want to bring it up, but at the same time, it's still... And then, and then people that, like my friends, my closest friends I get on PlayStation and everything with, they were there when that happened, and I was still talking about it, and they were like, Keith, shut the fuck up. 
It's not. <laughs> it's nothing. I'm just like it pisses me off. They're just like so. I'm just like, oh yeah. It's good. In point. this situation, in your situation <laughs> that you just went through, that you discussed, and and in the World War Three situation, um, along with our not talking about politics, I will just go to what my dad always said. Mm-hmm. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. I just can't help it; they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, see now you know. Now you sound like the smartest guy I know. <laughs> Remember, it's the smartest guy he knows. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> the smartest guy he knows. Ah, yeah. oh, we're riffing on you there, Dad. Love you, Bill. Love you. Nah. Wish you the best on your podcast. <laughs> Good luck, well, my look friend. Look forward to seeing you as a guest on ours again one day. Has Loki posted any new episodes of... Uh, no, Loki's laptop fucked up. He's having to take a little bit of a break till he can repair that. What the fuck, Loki? I've been looking forward to your next episode. Not happening for a bit. I need, I need to stay more up to date with the all things mad. As well, uh, as well as getting my cut. Yeah, you you still haven't got it? No. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? <laughs> well, see, I knew about your cut before you knew about your cut. Yeah. I knew about your cut back in October. Can I be honest? If we're, we're being fully honest here, and I think I've said this before, I, I, see, this is why, this is why I gave Skinner a shirt. I gave him a shirt to put this on, put that stuff on, because I don't like cuts. That that's just not my style, and I know that's a club thing. You have to wear because the club you have to wear. But no, it's more not about the patches. I got plenty of people in my crew that don't have vests. Yeah, Hot Rod wears his on a uh, mechanic shirt. And it looks badass. And and I've and I've said it. I I know I've said it before. I just don't like the way cuts look on me. I don't like cuts. That's just a but there's a trick to it. What's the, the trick? trick to it is you just you wear something under it that's made of the same material or is the same color, so it don't look like it's. Separate. But it's still a cut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm making it's not an issue at all. It's just my personal preference. I don't really care for cuts. Not saying that I'm not a pre. Okay. Oh my god, I'm putting my feet in my mouth. Too many times a day, I feel like, already. But it's not that I'm not appreciative of the cut. It's just that personal preference. I don't like wearing cuts. You don't like wearing vests. I'm okay. Because, in my opinion, cut doesn't mean vest. You know, cut means anything that's got your patches on it. I'm going to keep talking, uh, and then everyone's just going to be like, Putty doesn't like anybody, and he's Mr. Negative. Moo-hoo, get him fuck out of our thing. Like, Putty's going to leave the club next, and fuck. No. <laughs> I don't want to leave the club. I like the club. I just, I want to be putty, not, I want to be my own person, and I do stuff my own way. That's, I like that. that. That That's the thing with me, because I've always grown up doing, trying to be, like, nice and doing things the way people want them to be, but it's just like, now I'm 26 years old, I want to do, I want to be my own person. You're setting your ways and give a shit what anybody else thinks. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
And it's like, I understand that the whole thing is like, you gotta wear your cut, get your cut, gotta wear your cut, get your cut. But it's like, I don't want the cut. But to say, I want the patches. Don't get me yeah. wrong, I want the patches. I love the patches. But I don't... And then I feel You're bad. You're not a best with... guy. Yeah. And, but then I feel bad, too, because they got it for me and everything. Like, Skinner went out and got uh, found that cut and got it. And I'm just like, now I'm obligated, but at the same time, fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I, like his... I said, I knew about it back in October, and I didn't. I didn't know your your preference for vests. Uh, Have I not until... mentioned it on here? Maybe I'm just completely spilling spilling some beans. Yeah. And okay, this, this is episode, all new to me. This episode uh... <laughs> is going to be officially called "Putty Puts His Foot in His Mouth." No, I, I would I would call it like uh, memoirs of Putty. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I didn't know your, your, uh, your, your hatred for vests until it's tonight. It's not even a hatred. It's just that, uh, of things I'm not, I would, I, I you don't rock it. You don't rock a vest. In your opinion. No, I, I'd, I'd rather like wear a straight jacket than rock a vest like that. I'm not a oh vest guy. That is such a good idea. Patches on a straight jacket. <laughs> No, no. That's my next fucking cut right there. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, well, you hear that creature? Take off those patches and find a straight jacket for footy. <laughs> I thought I thought that's where you were going with that, but I'm just like, no, 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 no. That's not what I meant. Not what I meant. Actually, the first thing that popped in my head was, damn, where can I find a straight jacket at? And I know Lulu's about to do a patch order. <laughs> I'm going to give her 20 bucks and order an extra set of patches for me. <laughs> so you can put her on yourself? I can put him on a straight jacket and walk around looking like a complete fucking lunatic. That's amazing. Yes. That's amazing. Maybe I am Mr. Negative. Maybe maybe this is all right. That I that this this whole thing that I brought it up just to show off my ne- negativity and everyone just be like this, this is the episode everyone revolts against Putty. Just be like, ah, <laughs> Putty's the bad man after all. We should go for J-Bomb and Little Jackie's right after all. <laughs> this is it. Putty's not my favorite no more. Th- this is it. Punky's just going to be like, man, he's really an asshole. She's going to be like, damn it, Jack's been here this whole time. I-, I like this guy for so long, and this is the person he is. Fuck this guy. What did 2020 do to him? Yeah, Punky's going to be like, J-Bomb has been in my life for two years and I see him on a weekly basis and I was supporting the wrong guy. Yeah. This, as good of a year 2020 is supposed to be, this is what's going to happen, J-Bomb. I lose, I lose all my support. KJX3 goes down in supporters. The, po- the podcast dies because I made it die. No, it won't die. The, just the little Jackie cult will begin. If the little Jackie cult begins, I will leave. <laughs> I'll just be out the of the fucking The little Jackie door. cult begins, Putty will move to Canada. I'll give you my information <laughs> for my Adobe stuff. I'll get you some tutorials so you know how to use it. And then I'll be fucking out the door. <laughs> Every, everyone asks, well, Putty, what, what's Putty been doing? I haven't heard about him or anything. Is he actually still, is he still alive even? It's like... Uh, I'm over there jacking off in the corner. I, that's about all I'm good for, apparently, because every time I open my mouth, I miss the negativity. You just become like a, a legend. You know, like, 
like a like it, no even worse you, you become like you know like bloody mary or candy man mm-hmm. you're like a fucking your mythology you I'm know a myth yeah or myth <laughs> putty the myth like, hey, have you heard have you heard about the putty myth <gasps> what we don't talk you talk that. shit about a vest like three times and you die <laughs> yeah. we don't talk about the myth here yeah putty was just a myth his existence does not belong in this dojo. Yeah, there'll be people going, I don't believe there was actually a putty. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there'll be... You'll fall right in line with Santa Claus. There'll be tablets <laughs> and... Sc- <laughs> <laughs> well, that totally makes sense for Santa there'll Putty. There'll be little boys and girls out there that do believe in putty, and then there'll be people that's like, no, nah, I don't think he exists. Easy. Putty's not real. What are you talking about? Yeah. That... You you're gonna be online and just be like, there's gonna be one of those assholes that say like, um, he's not real, kids. Yeah, Putty, Putty's not real, and, and everyone's gonna be like, oh. how could he do all that in one night? It's impossible. <laughs> how could how he could not... he bury himself in one night? It's impossible. How could he not like cuts? This guy, this is a myth, mythological being, and I cannot stand for it. On the next episode of Mythbusters, <laughs> Putty and the Best. <laughs> they, they say if you're super negative around the vest, sometimes you'll hear Putty go. Hey, you if, you stare, if you stare at your vest too long, you'll hear. Hi! <laughs> oh, hi. What oh, the hi. Fuck? What the fuck was that? Holy fuck. <laughs> I am scared, boy. I am scared for life. Now I can't even look in my mirror. Uh, it's all right. I'm, I bear the weight of all these burdens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Carries so the it... weight of his world. So is there something you want to talk about? Some show that came up? recently that you seem I'm, I'm to have... right now so i'm glad you brought it up yeah good because uh, i I'll, uh, last week was the first time i was ever introduced to this show and and my mother introduced me to this show um and they're almost done with their first season so now i can go back and like watch all the other episodes i haven't seen on you know on demand mm-hmm. um so that's what i've been doing all night mm-hmm. um there's this show called kings of pain Hmm. And and I will tell you right now, I was I was actually talking with um, Lulu before we started our podcast, and I told her about it, and she's like, you know what, that sounds interesting and stupid all at the same time, and I was like, I know, right? <laughs> it's like, all in right one. Now, this, this show, uh, I I think the reason why I'm intrigued with this show is because these guys are so fucking crazy, and they're doing stuff that I would never fucking do. So I just enjoy watching their pain. What um, do they do exactly? Well, what it is is these two guys—they're um, survival experts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's what they're known for. One's from Australia. The other one, his nickname is Caveman. Um, you know, these guys are known for going out into the fucking wilderness and surviving on their own. And you know, they're just badasses, right? Um, but what this is is um, twenty or thirty years ago. There was a scientist um, 
that decided he was going to write a book about um, pain as far as insect bites and stings go. And what this guy actually did was, you know, 30 years ago or however long ago it was, this guy would actually go out, find certain insects and get stung or bit by them and document the effects of what it done to him. You know, how much pain it was, how long it lasted, um, what it done to him physically, mentally, whatever, um, what it done to his body. Um, so he could write a book to document what these effects are on, on the human body. Mm-hmm. And this guy, this guy actually did this for, for a long time. He wrote a whole book about it. These guys have decided to step that up a little bit. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting, you know, stung by poisonous bees and, and scorpions and spiders and shit wasn't bad enough. Um, you know, which these guys do too. You know, the, the very first episode of this show was these guys went out and, uh, and, uh, captured, a couple of Goliath bird eater tarantulas. And what they do is it's two guys together. Um, they go out and they catch two or three of this, this animal and they take this animal and they hold it to their body and they let it bite or sting him or whatever the fuck it does. And then they, that guy does it to the other guy and they document on a scale of one to 10, how bad it was. They document how much pain it was what it done to them physically. And while me and you was doing this episode, I looked up and one of them was laying on the ground with a fucking oxygen mask on, like damn near death. And it was, I was like, well, damn, what did, what did that to him? And it was like a fucking fish. They went out and caught this fish and it's, uh, fins have poisonous tips. So they caught this fish, they put it in a tank and they reached in and grabbed it. And this fish fucked both these dudes up. Both these guys were laying on the ground with, oxygen on and it shows that uh on the show it shows uh what their blood pressure should be and what mm-hmm. it was after the effect uh shows their heart rate their respiratory everything but yeah these guys just go travel the world finding these dangerous animals and taking a bite or a sting from them and putting it they're they're making their own book and and documenting the effects that these these animals have on them and uh, their season finale is next week. I think it's on Sunday or Monday. And next week, they're going to take a bite from a reticulated python. Um, the the teasers for next week's episode, all it shows is a sheet covered in blood. And you hear one of them screaming. So uh, yeah, maybe one of these guys is going to get their arm ripped off. I don't know. Um, but I think I just enjoy watching the show because I'm like, damn, these guys are sitting here voluntarily hurting themselves. And yet, I cannot look away. Yeah, like one dude's one dude's this a badass Australian, and like most of the time, he's all badass about it. Like you know, there was an episode where they was they went into this cave and they captured these scorpions, and they held the scorpion to the other guy's forearm and let the scorpion sting him. Mm -hmm. And you know, this the Australian dude. I will say on this show, the Australian dude is usually the badass. Mm -hmm. He, He tries to be tough. He don't bitch. Uh, the other guy, most of the time, he gets lit up and he's dancing around fucking dying. Um, but that fucking fish, whatever the hell that fish was, had them both laid out on the fucking ground. Like, it was hilarious. But uh, I told you before we started recording the episode, the first episode I seen was they went to the Amazon 
and they captured a shit ton of piranha and put them in a tank mm-hmm. to feel the effect of a piranha bite. Yeah. Yeah, like I told you, I, I got a buddy that runs a fish store. He runs a pet shop, and he has piranha. Uh, you know, TV makes piranha out to, like, you know, you get into a pond full of piranha, you're just dead. Mm-hmm. And they shred you to pieces, and you're fucking dead. It's, uh, like it's, that, okay. it's like that stupid piranha 3D movie or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, for some reason, the the general consensus is, is if you get into a pool full of piranha, um, it's like you jumped into a meat grinder. Yeah, because it, it's like they're scary-looking fish. Yeah, they got big, sharp teeth. I mean, you can yeah. see their teeth. Mm-hmm. Not the case. Uh, you know, my buddy has my buddy's got his pet shop. I went and seen his piranha. I even he told me he's like, dude, that's all bullshit. He's like, you can put your hand in that tank, and they're not going to bite you. Mm-hmm. And I took his word because he's a smart motherfucker. So I put my arm in a handful in a tank full of piranha, and I did not get bit. That's what I loved about the episode was the first one I seen and me and my mom sitting there and watching it. And my mom's like, oh, God, the piranha's going to rip off. And I was like, no, they're fucking not. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? And I was like, Robbie's got piranha at his shop right now. And I, I've touched the little bastards and I got bit. <laughs> well, this guy, he's, he's all like hyped up, like he's breathing heavy and shit. Mm-hmm. And he's ready to put his arm in the tank. And finally, he puts his arm in the tank. He puts his arm in the tank, and the fish are just swimming around his arm. Yeah. He's like, he's like, just get it over with. You know, he's trying to be all butch and shit. And he's like, get it over with. Just do it. And he's got his arm in the tank for like two minutes, and, and they're just swimming around. Mm-hmm. So finally, they get the idea. They're going to take a net. And they're going to catch the biggest piranha in the tank, hold him by hand, let his mouth open up, and just put him on the other guy's forearm and let it clamp down on him. <laughs> Once they done that, there was blood everywhere. Yeah. That piranha ripped both these guys' arms all to shit. And I was in my bed giggling my face off. Just like, oh my God, why are these guys doing this? It really, it really sucks for that piranha, though, if you think about it. Uh, yeah. Because they, they had to make that... Dying. Yeah, they had to make that fucker come out, come out of his habit of his kind of natural habitat he's a fish he needs water to survive and breathe yeah so of course he's probably going to start striking shit whenever stuff isn't going his way bite the shit out of you he can't breathe man exactly he's gonna he's gonna breathe off your blood if you don't put him back in that goddamn tank these motherfuckers in these shows man i don't know that's the thing like like Lulu said, it sounds like the dumbest thing I've ever heard, but I'm intrigued. And that's that's exactly what it is. It's intriguing, yes, but it's like, you, there, there's some, like, Hollywood-level tomfoolery going on, if you know what I mean. Try, I don't know. Just to try, to get all... these, try to get these animals to act like they want them to. It's just, it's a bunch of worse shit. And I bet you five bucks that... Well, I don't even have to bet because we both know how this is going to go. No one's going to get hurt. That's why the shows are even on TV. The 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 whole hype for that is just going to be all hype and then he's like fine even though he might have to like take a break for a minute. And that final episode is just it's going to be good and it's going to be interesting, 
but nobody died. Yeah, nobody going to die. Right. Or no one got even seriously injured. These guys are... You know, these guys are in some serious fucking pain. I, uh, th- serious pain, yeah, but I don't even think, like, a serious injury. Like, I'm talking, like, limb loss. No, yeah, that, that's not going to happen, probably. Because but... if something like that happened, they'd pull the episode. There's no there's no way still. As, as much as TV nowadays is still, like... Pushing uh, the envelope. Pushing the envelope in terms of, like, violence and stuff. There's no way if that really happened that they'd allow it because it'd basically kind of be like a snuff film if you think about it. Not yeah. as hardcore because, of course, nobody died and you don't see it, but it's like you know how much backlash they'd get from everybody and not and not even including the FCC before the FCC would even have a prayer to say anything. You know how much backlash they'd get from people watching the show? It'd be insane. I mean- I'll go ahead and say, because I told mom this earlier, if these guys, if this show does keep going, it will end with one of these guys fucking dying. It'll never air. Right. It'll never air. You you know, you'll go on Google or you'll go on a news website and it'll be like... You'll read about it. Yeah, survivalist dies from whatever killed him. Yeah. Uh, It'll never air, but... That's uh, the, actually, is I think it's the second or third episode, they were fucking with um, scorpions mm-hmm. oh and taking the, taking the stings from scorpions. They had two different types of scorpions, and they was going to do a sting on each arm from each scorpion. Mm-hmm. And, and they have a medical guy, you know, they have a, a, a paramedic with them on everything. Um, he, he checks their heart rate. He checks their blood pressure. He's there just in case something really bad goes down. Right. But he, he even brought it up. He's like, my biggest concern is, is if you guys keep doing this constantly, you're going to develop an allergy to one of these, and it will kill you. And hope and hopefully, like, they won't continue doing it. But I know they won't continue doing that particularly, for sure. No mm. way. What they're going to continue doing is they're going to continue pushing the envelope and trying to go further and further and then something bad's going to happen because they keep pushing it because they still want ratings. Yeah. Because people... I mean, my just... guess is either this show, people will stop watching, which probably won't happen because... People will stop does... watching whenever they think it's starting to get old. Like, if they yeah. keep on doing the same shit over and over again without, like, developing or without pushing the envelope even harder, which with a show yeah. like this, that's the only way to get to evolve. Yeah. You got to keep pushing it. But eventually you're going to get to those animals that's just going to fucking kill you. Um, it, it's almost like with Jackass in a way, because Jackass, they could only go so far with, like, the stunts they could do before having to move up to the next level. And on TV, there's only so far, especially back when they were doing it in the late 90s, early 2000s, there was only so far you could go with that on TV. So you had to yeah. go to film. Yeah. And well, the, see, honestly, I'm glad you put it that way. Mm-hmm. This, it, this show is on the History Channel for anybody that's listening that wants to check it out because I do find it kind of intriguing because me, it's I'm, intriguing, I'm, a, absolutely. I'm a wildlife guy. I like wildlife. I'm a big animal lover. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've had pet tarantulas here. Uh, I have a I have a pet eel right now swimming around in a fish tank. Um, you know, I love this kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, not because of these guys killing themselves, but because I'm big on animals. Mm-hmm. Um 
but it's on history channel. It's called Kings of pain. Um, but anyway, um, the thing about it is, is I feel like they're going to get to that point where either a people are going to get bored of it and it'll get canceled or B people are going to love it. And the ratings are going to go up and they're going to be forced to do more. And if that happens, it will probably get to the point where one of these guys will either be dead, paralyzed, or, you know, something just as equally bad is I what's going to happen. Like, like right now I'm looking at my TV and I'm, I don't know what they, they fucked with this time, but whatever it is, they let it mess with their calf, uh, their calf muscle on their leg. And they're pulling up their pant leg right now. And I'm looking and it's, it looks like somebody took a blowtorch and hit their leg with it. Jeez. Like they got these, they got these pockets of pus and, and redness and, and swelling and infection. And like they're wearing gloves because they're right now they're about to squeeze one of the little, little pockets. He's yeah. Oh my God. That was so fucking nasty. He, he just poked it and it's like a giant pimple and like it stinks. Like they're making faces like it stinks. I don't know what the hell they just fucked with, but I don't want to fuck with it. See, but this, at, this isn't a show same. like that you'd get with like. I'll just go back to this example because I can't think of anything. Duck Dynasty with that with that show, that's completely different. Like that's a a relatively decent or not well decent. I I I I I liked it a little bit, but it's not a good show to say the least. Duck Dynasty to me was like watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians or anything like that. It was a it was a show about a family. Right, yeah. Yeah. This, this is not nowhere anything like that. Like I said, it's like jackass. They got to keep going bigger and better or else they're going to lose interest. And I, and I feel like, but I feel like, though, they are going to kind of go the Duck Dynasty way in the sense that they're not going to do anything special. Like, Duck Dynasty was not a special show. It was just, like, like you said, a show like... Keeping up with our Kardashians or some shit and whatever. Yeah, they're yeah. not going to do anything special. They're just going to do stuff that is dangerous, but it doesn't push the push the boundaries too much. And their their ratings aren't going to go any higher because of it. And they're all, and they're just going to be stagnant until their le- their ratings get so low. And like season three, I don't know what season they at right now. They just started. You say this is their first, this is their first first season. Yeah. I give it three seasons and then they're off the air. I would probably agree with that. And honestly, I would kind of hope for that because if not, they're going to be dead. Yeah. And I feel like Um, after this, they're going to all move on and do something that's a lot safer and no one will remember this because this kind of stuff has already been done before to death, no matter where else you go. And they just wanted a show like this for some reason. I will say this is an original idea. I've never seen a show where these guys... You know, where somebody goes out and voluntarily gets fucked up by some poisonous animal. Um, okay, but, but as far that... as pushing the envelope, uh, you'll have to check it out, dude. I feel like every episode they push the envelope. That's why I'm guessing either this show will get canceled because nobody watched it, or one of these guys is going to die. I'm, I'm um, just saying, every though, episode like... scares the living shit out of me. Just pushing, like. It's a creative, but didn't you say that someone did this before, just not like as extreme as they did? Well, he was a uh, he was a uh, uh, an entomologist, which is mm-hmm. you know somebody who studies bugs, mm-hmm. and he documented 
um, you know, bee stings, ant, uh, you know, fire ants, stuff like that. He went out and got bees, got stung by one, documented the damage that it does to a person. Um, mm. These guys are just stepping it up by going outside of insects and going to Nile monitor lizards, fucking, you know, reticulated pythons and shit like that. So, yeah, this is this is different. Uh, this is this hasn't been done before. Mm. All right, I could I could check it out. I tell you what, let me read you a couple of episode descriptions. Sorry, I'm being negative. I'm just. Oh, you're good. You're good. And honestly, I was negative about it. My mom was telling me about it, and I was like, "This sounds retarded." Like these guys are going out and getting fucked up by this shit, and this is entertaining. And then I watched it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" These guys are got. The one thing I will say about this show is both these dudes have balls the size of watermelons. Hmm. Ain't no way I'm going to let this shit voluntarily fuck me up. You no know, way. I'm in pest control. I am a bug man. You know, I kill bees and shit. Bug Spider man. Yeah, on a daily basis, I deal with dangerous insects. He does. And at my job. Never once do I voluntarily go, you know what? I wonder what it'd feel like to get stung by that yellow jacket. <laughs> no, oh, I want to kill that ever... motherfucker. I go to work and I don't want to find out. You know, like I open a bait box and there's a black widow in it. I, I don't go, hmm. I have wonder what ever... would happen if I grabbed it and got bit. Have you ever wondered what it'd be, feel like to have a snake come and just bite you right in your wrist? And then to yeah, feel the I poison mean, go through your veins until it finally gets to the point where you start to die. I think that's what this show's element is, is that these guys volunteer for this shit. You know what's I've been about? stung by bees. I've been bitten by snakes. But never once did I want to be done like that. You know what's sad, I've been, What? There's a, there are some people out there, you know that there are, that have a fetish towards this. Probably. And it's not even like a ha-ha, well, it's it's not even like a like that they don't mind to do it. It's like a legit, like, nipples get hard fetish. Yeah, like they get off on it, yeah. Yeah, it's gross. That would be gross. But you but you well, know like, there are freaks out there It's just like, mm, give me that poison venom. Mm. Yeah. I mean, like, for, for years, I ran, uh, back when I first jumped into pest control, I used it is before my kids were born um i used the money i made from pest control to pay my bills mm -hmm. but i was running a reptile rescue out of my house yeah um, i had 20 something snakes at one time in my home hmm. never once did i say you know what i wonder what it feels like to get bit by one of them pricks that just sounds so awful i got bit by a couple of ball pythons and i'll tell you right now it sucks but never once did I put my hand in there and go, hey, bite me. <laughs> yeah. Now, you might These have a few times or another told joints. someone to bite you, but you've never actually, like, told a bug to bite you. No, nah, I mean, you know, I may have had some freaky nights with some females and say, you know, have at it. Hey-ho! But... <laughs> Hey-ho! But I've never, I've never walked into, you know, my... At that time, I had a 10-foot, 55-pound... Uh, Colombian red tail boa in my kitchen. Holy I shit. never walked into my kitchen and said, you know what? I wonder what it'd be like if that bitch bit me. But these guys, that's what these guys do. These guys go out into the wild. They find the animal they're looking for. They catch it. 
and they catch a couple of them because there's two guys. They catch them, they bring them back, and they say, okay, I'm going to take this animal and make it bite you. Holy fuck, I don't like that. What? It requires balls bigger than fucking watermelons. Balls uh, of steel, even. Yeah. Uh, let me. I'm not going to read you all of them, but let me read you a couple of these, you know, because, like, when you go on On Demand, it gives you a description of the episode. Yeah, please do. Let's hear. Let me read you a couple of these. Right. Uh, here's season one, episode, uh, season one, episode one, called Nightmare in a Box. Already um, interested. Yeah, in the Bolivian jungle, Adam and Caveman, uh, Caveman Rob, uh, pursue the uh, fabled executioner Wasp. Mm-hmm. Uh, the warrior wasp and a Goliath bird eating tarantula. Uh, one causes a medical emergency and uh, the other delivers a nightmarish bite that leaves Adam's arm partially paralyzed. That's so baity. That's so like, I'm going to bait you into watching this episode. That's I watched so, it. It sounds it, so it was much. Correct. <laughs> That is the equivalent of YouTube clickbait. Alright, so here is uh, here is the upcoming season finale episode description. And I've not got to watch this yet because it hasn't aired yet. Mm-hmm. It won't air until Tuesday. Um, Adam and K-Man Rob wrap up in Indonesia with the two worst bites to date from a giant Asian centipede and a 16-foot reticulated python. Vomiting, stitches, and rivers of blood make them ask if they are able to continue their research. A-plus to the marketing team. Yeah, great description. I will say that. That is a great description. If you want somebody that's just... that, that, That wants something like this and, you know, just sounds interesting to people, great job. Now here's the episode. That <laughs> I don't know. The, I, like I said, I, my mom got me into this show when a episode aired last uh, well, this past week. This is the description for the episode that got me to actually wanting to watch this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, season one, episode seven, called "Big Box of Pain." Um, the guys encounter bullet ants and flesh-eating piranha. After hours of pain from the bullet ant, caveman Rob dips his blood-covered arm into a tank of piranha. I mean, what do I say? <laughs> I mean, What can you say? What can That's you say? That's brutal. That's a brutal-sounding description. Until you realize when you watch the show and the piranha don't even, like, attack his arm. Yeah, I mean, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. But I'll tell you right now... Uh, yeah, you know, the first guy, caveman, he's he's kind of a bitch about it. Mm-hmm. You know, he just wants to get the bite, get it over with, get that fucker away from me. Yeah. The other guy, the Australian dude, he wants the full experience. Ugh. So when they did the Piranha episode, check this shit out. When they did the Piranha episode, the caveman guy went first. Mm-hmm. And the Australian dude pulled the Piranha out and he had the piranha, and the piranha's mouth was wide the fuck open, and he put it on the caveman dude's arm, and that fucking piranha lit in on him. And I mean, it there was blood, and just it was it was rough. It was hard to watch. The Australian guy, I guess, because he's a fucking badass. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, 
He's like, in the wild, if piranha eat you, they're going to grab you and they're going to they're going to thrash. He's like, so when you put the piranha on me, I want you to thrash its body back and forth because that's what it would do to me in the wild. Oh. That's what he does to this guy. Well, I, Australian dude shouldn't have asked for that shit because dude had to get fucking stitches. That piranha tore his forearm all too fuck. Yeah. It was nasty. I mean, there was pieces of muscle coming out of this dude's arm, and they didn't edit none of that shit. It wasn't blurred out. It wasn't edited. It was fucked up, and I guess that's I guess that's the appeal of the show is, you know, a lot of people are intrigued by shows that's something that you wouldn't do in your normal life, and that's definitely what this show is. And yet, you can't show a titty anywhere on TV still. No, nope, no titties at all. But you can show a fucking python rip a guy's forearm off. Censorship in this country makes no sense to me. Hey, we could be... Uh, I wish we were in Europe where, like, the news was done topless. That would be hot and great. I like that, that idea. Would, that would be fantastic. Who would need porn then? I you mean, can watch the news and see a chick take her clothes off. That's just great. I mean, porn still... That's the American dream. Why is it in a different country? Porn's still a great <laughs> thing, J-Bomb. Don't, don't take my porn away. Yeah, I guess porn's good, because, I mean, a naked chick talking about a, a cold front coming in probably ain't too hot. No. I mean, it is because, yay, boobies. But yeah. then it's like, she just she just stands there and talks about the weather. Points at a map and talks about, you know, accumulation of snow. Oh, I see what you did there with that pause, you motherfucker. <laughs> see what you did there. Accumulation. Of snow. of snow. I was hoping you'd catch that. It it was it was so easy to catch. You basically threw me a just like an underarm throw. I did. With a softball. I threw one right across the plate for you to fucking swing. And I swung and I caught it. Yeah. Motherfucker. I will say about this show, and and that's because I am like I said, I'm a big animal lover. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, whether they're dangerous or not, I love all animals. That's that's like I tell people I'm a bug man. I kill bugs for a living, but I don't spray my own house. A yeah. spider can walk across my – a spider will walk across my floor, and I'm like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> and I let him keep going. Um, But my mom, while we was watching the show, she was like, I don't understand why these guys do this. And I was very quick to answer because it's a very easy answer. For one, History Channel is paying these guys probably a shit ton of money to do this. Yeah. But also, these guys are probably like me. They're getting paid to travel the world. They're going to the Amazon. They're going to Australia. They're going to Africa. They're getting to travel the world and do what they love to do and getting paid a shit ton of money to do it. And all they got to do is take a sting or a bite from an animal they know won't kill them. But it will hurt for a little bit. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, you give me $100,000, I will let that fucking bee sting my ass. Good on them. Yeah. I mean, would I do it? Eh, maybe. If the price was right, I'd probably do anything, honestly. There was the episode, though, where they took a sting from an urchin. Mm -hmm. And after watching 
the effects it had on their body, I probably wouldn't do that. <laughs> There's that some things that have to be like, ah, I got to look back at my yeah. contract. Yeah, can I, can I check on my contract and see that I have to do this? Cause, yeah. Yeah, that, that dude's laying on the ground hyperventilating. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That sounds like a bad idea. What was the show called again, J-Bomb? Just send me the Amazon. I loved it. Do what? What was the show uh, again? Oh, the show's called uh, Kings of Pain. Yeah, Kings of Pain on the History Channel. Go check that out, everybody. You could be like J-Bomb and watch the cool shows. Yeah, check it out. Watch some guys be in some severe pain and know that you're sitting comfortably and not hurting at all. And you can also act like, because God knows J-Bomb's probably watching it at the same time you are, so you could be like, hey, J-Bomb and I are watching it together. Yeah. There you go. We're watching these two dumbasses get stung by a poisonous ant. Yeah. <laughs> then you can just act like, you know, you put your arm around J-Bomb, and then J-Bomb puts his arm around you, and then... You know, you start for up. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm going it, too far into this. And I, little I Jackie's, and little Jackie's videotaping it. <laughs> little Jackie's got the camera, but he's stupid, so he has a camera turned upside down. Next thing you know, your upside down video is on Pornhub. Yeah, you know. <laughs> then you get a bunch of fake bots just going. Would you like to see my nips? And then of yep. course you press it because of course you would. And then virus. And then virus. <laughs> <sighs> what a God, I love doing these fucking stupid ass shows with you. I do too, man. I love hey, I love doing them with you. <laughs> they're fun. Hey, J-Bomb. At least Creature thinks they're fun. He keeps listening. <laughs> At least we got one person. We got one guy. And you know what, Creature? We do it all just for you. For you, Creature. You. 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 Yes, you, Shane Johnston. And yes, I said your name, and Putty better not bleep it out. We done it for you. Oh, call out to me. <laughs> All right, I see how you are. It better not It better not be like, you know, I go to say his name, and you hear, Muffin. <laughs> I might just add it in there anyways just to spite you. Just to fuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Hey, are there any shows coming up this weekend? Or next uh, weekend, tonight, whatever? Uh, I feel like I'm dropping the ball on this subject because, hell, I don't. You are our show correspondent, J-Bomb. I know, but <laughs> as, as you probably noticed, there's been a, quite a few changes in the club here lately. That's true. In fact, one change happened this very day of recording, so we won't well, talk about that. Happened, three changes happened this day of recording. Uh, we have and to talk after the podcast because I only know one of them. We, we will talk after the podcast, but me being the historian mm -hmm. of this club, when three changes happens, that <laughs> means I have to change like five pages in the fucking book. So, yeah. it's been an interesting time for me, <laughs> which is just why me and Lulu talked earlier. Yeah, I'm assuming there's got to fix up some stuff in that for sure. Yeah, me being a historian, uh, three people, well, not three people, but three things happened today. 
which means hours and hours of work for me. So, yeah, I was hit up by every national member of the club in the past day or so. Lord have mercy. Yeah, yeah. Just great to be me. But honestly, I love this shit. I do too, even though I'm not a mem- like a like a council member or something like that. I really love being a part of this group. Love you guys. Thank you all for supporting uh, J-Bomb Putty Save the Planet. We will continue to make great episodes throughout the year. Well, they're they're great in certain people's eyes. Yeah, certain people's eyes. You know, you, you can't win them all. Some people are like, this is total shit. Yeah, but you know. Those those people those people will find something to like eventually. Some people are like, you know what? This is like watching Kings of Pain. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. We are the kings of pain when it comes to podcasting. Mm-hmm. Because we just no, like actually, hurt each other with bad content. <laughs> when it comes to podcasting, we're not the kings of pain. Uh, to steal some lyrics from a song, we're suckers for pain. We're definitely not authors of pain. No, we're definitely not AOP. No. <laughs> so, you hey, know, J-Bomb. You're, speak- you're big enough, but I'm not tall enough. No, 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 not at all. No, no, no. In fact, you were talking about no. your uh, your son your son having that, uh, that, uh, that, wow, fucking, I just blanked the out. The Buzz Lightyear thing? The Buzz Lightyear helmet, yeah, that's right. And I, oh, okay. all, all the while you were saying that, I was just thinking, man, if that was just like a wee bit smaller, maybe you could <laughs> actually fit in it. <laughs> it's like, I tried to put it on. I tried to put it on, and it slipped right around my waist and fell off. Like I totally understood why you were dealing with this so much. It wasn't that the kids were coming up to you and be like, "Daddy, can you put it on me? Danny, can you help me with this?" You asked them. If they want to put that on, and whenever they said no, you would put it on or try to, and it just wouldn't work. Actually, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it was too big for the shoulders, but when it hit my stomach, it was, it got real tight. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I'm a fat bastard, and, <laughs> and it it didn't fit my little frame, but it got stuck on my big gut. Ah. <sighs> Well, I think we've come to a pretty decent stopping point with this. But first, because we're not totally done yet. Do we have some advice? I have some advice. You're talking about aminals and all this good stuff. Okay. Let's talk about some ways to to add years onto your pet's life. How about that? Okay. Put some... Good advice. So my our advice comes from PetMD.com. So it's not even our advice, cause fuck me, I don't want to think of my own advice. So oh wow, check you out with your shameless plug too. Wow, it's not even shameless, dude. It's shameful, cause I'm ashamed I'm doing this, cause I didn't have my own shit. Actually, it's just a plug. It is just a plug. That may be our next sponsor. Who knows? You never know. It is a. Uh, It, it it is a it is a uh, thing. Sorry, I just completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> I about to say you you went completely like dead zone there for a second. Should have been. <laughs> Sorry about that. So uh, like there were like three seconds that Putty just stared at the wall and was like uh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie poopsie. <laughs> yeah. 
like, holy shit, somebody needs to wipe that spot off the window. So, uh, here's, some, here's some here's some ideas. I'm not going to read the full descriptions. Uh, number one, feed a high-quality diet. Uh, number two, keep your pet lean. Number three, take your pet to the veterinarian regularly. Number four, keep your pet's mouth clean. And number five, do not allow your pet to roam unsupervised. I really agree with that last one. Mm-hmm. All good. Have I, ever told, have I ever told you about what my 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 dog has done? No, what do you do? And everybody will love this. Our listeners will just get a kick out of this because everybody does. Um, my dog is no longer allowed to roam my property. Really? Uh, he's a how he's an inside dog. Um, he stays inside majority of the time. He only goes outside to use the bathroom or eat. Mm-hmm. Um, now before I jump into this story, my dog is a 100 pound, um, red nose pit bull, mm. big boy. Yeah. He's a big boy, big boy. Uh, but he's a giant baby. Uh, my two year old tortures him and he lets her do it. Mm. Um, yeah, he's a giant softy, <laughs> but anyway, mm-hmm. um, when I first got him, my neighbors up the road had a red nose pit as well and they let him roam free. Mm hmm. Um, and he did whatever he wanted, whenever, went whenever, wherever, and whenever he wanted. Well, my dog decided to start following him. Um, I live in an area where about five miles from my house is a prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a correctional facility very close to me. Um, I was working an hour, hour and a half away. And I got a phone call. It says, hey, this is Sergeant blah, blah, blah with uh, the Pocahontas Correctional Facility. And I'm like, okay, why the fuck are you calling me? <laughs> She's like, well, your dog's here. And I was like, what? What the fuck? She's like, yeah, your dog showed up here at the prison with another dog. Um, and your number was on the collar, so we're giving you a call. Hmm. And I was like, uh, Pitbull? And she's like, yeah, really, 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 really friendly. And I was like, yep, that's him. <laughs> she's like, uh, yeah, we got him. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, I was like, but I'm in Lebanon right now, and I'm pretty far away. Um, what do you want to do? And she's like, well, we got a cage out back. We'll just we'll lock him up for you, and you can come get him when you get off work. I was like, sweet. you know. Um, so, yeah, I had to go pick up my dog at a prison. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, make, I make the joke all the time that I checked him for prison tattoos. He don't have any. Um, I did want to call the prison and find out his inmate number, uh, but I, I forgot. Yeah. Um, but he did come back and he wasn't raped, so that's that's good. That's good. But he's a pit bull. He probably was the one doing the raping. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was his first time getting loose. Um, his second time getting loose, he was gone for a week and a half. And I was like, damn it, somebody's done either, you know, took him, killed him, or he's got killed somewhere. And, you know, my daughter accidentally let him out and she beat herself up about it. Uh, she was like four at the time and she would sit around crying, going, I miss Perrin. And it, it broke my heart. Mm hmm. 
Well, eventually I got a phone call and they said, hey, um, we found your dog. And I was like, really? You know, because he'd been gone for a while. And it's like, yeah, um, apparently what happened was he went a half a mile up the road with a couple of dogs and got stuck in an abandoned house. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an old house, like it was a two-story house and the staircase had collapsed. And somehow he found a way to that second floor and couldn't get back down. Mm. So a bunch of kids got off the school bus and was walking to their house and looked up and seen him in the window and told their dad about him. And he went in and got my dog out and gave me a call. Mm. So when I got my, my poor pit bull back, he had went, um, I think he'd went somewhere around six or seven days without food or water. Um, you could see every bone in him. He looked horrible. You know, he scared the shit out of me. But he ate he ate four bowls of food and drank six bowls of water that night. Three days later, he looked like he never left. <laughs> um, and then one more. One more was he got loose. Um, actually, sorry, I'll, I'll say two more, but one's really quick. He got loose one time, went down to the main road where cops were setting up a fucking checkpoint. Uh, yeah, they were setting up a DUI checkpoint and my dog popped up to these cops like, Hey, what's up guys? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the cop called me and said, Hey, you need to come get your dog. And if we see him again, we're going to have to call animal control. Mm. I was like, thank you officer. I'll come get him. <laughs> um, and then the other, uh, the last time he got loose, um, he went down the main road and some 70 year old man seen him and said, Oh, that's a pretty dog. I'll take him home with me. Even though my phone number's on his collar, he didn't give a fuck. He just saw a really pretty dog that was really nice, and he was an old man that lived alone, and he just seen a new buddy. Mm-hmm. So he picked up my dog and took him six miles down the fucking road and made him his new roommate. I would have lost him then, but my neighbor's kid came to the house and said, Hey, uh, I was at school today. And one of my buddies said they seen your dog at their neighbor's house on the other end of the valley. Hmm. And I was like, are you shitting me? And she's like, no. And I was like, can you show me the house? And she's like, sure. So I took her down to this house. Sure enough, I pull in. This guy's got a fenced in yard and there's my dog standing in his yard. Hmm. So I pulled in and there's my dog standing there happy as shit to see me. <laughs> I knocked on the door and there's this old man. And I mean, I felt bad for him. He was an old man. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, Hey buddy, um, you got my dog. And he's like, no, I've had that guy forever. And I was like, bullshit. It's my dog. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're going to take my dog from me. And I was like, yep. Cause it's my dog. And I was like, I got three kids at home that missed the shit out of him. And I got pictures to prove it, and I lied to him. I told him, I was like, and he's been microchipped. Um, So if you want to be a dick, I'll call the cops. We'll read his chip, and I'll take my dog and kick your ass. And he was like, "Uh, well, he's like, just go ahead and take him then. And I was like, okay. So as I opened up his gate, my dog bolted out the gate, jumped in my truck, and sat in the passenger seat like, bitch, put a seatbelt on me. Let's go. And uh, I brought him home. Uh, from then on, my dog don't step two inches out my front door and 
unless he is put on a chain. Because he likes to explore. So, yeah, that last little piece of advice you had about don't let your dog wander off, good advice. Uh, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, cause my, my dog's been to prison. Um, he's been homeless. Uh, he's been kidnapped. And he's dealt with the police. All right, J-Bomb, I think this has been an episode. Why don't you go ahead and uh, head us on out of here? I think sure. that's some good advice. Yeah, good. we had some good advice. And uh, I yeah. think we had a pretty good podcast. Yeah. So, um, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, and as Putty said at the beginning of the podcast, Happy New Year. Happy New 2020. Year. Uh, lots of good things to come from us this year. Um I hope you all still stick around and listen to us. Uh, creature probably will. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but anyway, guys, thanks for listening. hope you enjoyed it. Um, we'll talk to you next week. Have a great week uh, and a great weekend. As always, I'm Jay bomb That's Putty. Mm. Um, and stay metal.